Yeah, so welcome to today's show. My name is Becky. I am the head coach at Gymnastics Elite, and this is Chris Holder. He's the general manager at Gymnastics Elite. And um, today's topic is on onboarding um, staff into not necessarily your organization, but we try to focus more on onboarding our staff into the culture and just like making that super, super apparent from the beginning so that they can start fitting in and just start helping your business from the beginning, from their first day. Um, so I'm sure that everyone has some kind of onboarding system. We actually sat through a seminar at Congress. Um, Hopefully. With, yeah. Well, okay, so some may not. But even the ones that do have an onboarding process, I just kind of wanted to um, just point out the things that should be involved in an onboarding process in order for these um, these new staff members that you have to really like play a part in your culture. Um, because if it's, we say this all the time, but if it's more of a paper party than a welcome party, then what value is that staff member really going to add, not just to your programs, to your classes, but just to your culture and to um, the expectations and your vision and, and all that stuff. So um, not that I'm going to read off what we, what we have, but I just kind of uh, have our system and what we try to focus on. And we probably change this um, every so often because we're just kind of trying to make sure that our people, we just, we watch it. We watch our people coming in. We watch what kind of training they go through. We watch the experiences that they get. And then we see, um, it, we just constantly reevaluate that to make sure that it is working, that it is um, helping people fit in. And um, Did it stop? No. But, um, yeah, so welcome to today's show. My Sorry about that. I just wanted to share where we ran. So yeah, so like, um, let's just kick it off with that. What we try to focus on is um, bringing our people in, and there is an orientation, there is a tour, but it's not based on like policies where you're gonna be, what you're gonna do. Um, it's more about getting them into like see the facility and learn where everything is, but yeah. start learning the expectations of everything right off the bat because we do expect our staff as a whole to play a part into making sure that our facility stays um, nice and, and maintained and clean. Right. And it's not going to be, it's not ever going to be someone's job or responsibility to make sure that the lobby chairs are lined up. So it's just that walkthrough to just kind of take them through and, and show um, what we want our customers to experience while they're here, um, the kids, the staff, just um, standards as far as like what our facility should look like all the time. And then after the um, after the tour and all that stuff, we do try to start hitting them with the culture with things like um, welcoming them with the staff, not only on our Facebook page, but doing a little surprise like "woohoo, you're here." Um, it's soup like it's it's just all about engagement. It's all about getting the staff to be just as excited as that person is because we finally found someone that's going to fit into our culture, um, somebody that we feel is just going to like come in and, and join the team really. Um, and then we, other things we do are, um, we start off our 90 Days of Victory. You guys may have seen our YouTube video on that. We started off from the beginning, and um, we really just partner them up with a mentor. And this mentor is just going to take them through the rest of their training because at the beginning we don't necessarily consider them coaches. Um, on our growth plan, they are, they're just kind of like babies. And um, we really just want to give them all the information, all the resources, test them, train them on everything before we even have them hit the floor to help their confidence levels too by the time they are in classes. 
and I think that's huge. Um, it's really easy to veer off of a plan. Like, I think it's easy to have a plan, but it's a lot easier to veer off of it when you are short-staffed or when you just need a body, when you're trying to fill the class. But that's one of the things that we are constantly working with our leaders on is just making sure that they see the importance. I And hold on. I, I don't know if it's that hard to get off track. I think that's everyone's. Not everyone, but there's a lot of people's trek. Like, the reality is, is they may say, like, take your time on hiring. They may say, don't hire out of desperation. They may say all this, but the reality is, is I, I think that they're just trying to staff, right? They're yeah. trying to staff it without a plan. Yeah. Like, I and I and I say this because, what's up, Steven? Um, I know... I, I know from what I've seen that their their hiring procedures consist of skill set, yeah. maybe your experience, or um, when you hire them, you're teaching them a skill set. And the reality is, is what what I like to focus more on, and what what we need to focus on more in here in this gym is building people to accomplish goals. And I'm not talking. I'm talking the blueprint. That's a goal. I'm talking enrollment. Yes. I'm talking things that that you guys as a group or a team can set out and do based upon your efforts, your disciplines, your growth, your creativity, your resources, yeah. all that. So when when you're setting out for that and you reverse back, like what is your goal? We want to open up five locations okay are you staffing do you know how to open up five do you know how to run a gym do you know how to hire do you all yeah. the things that go into it so just staffing it is that going to be enough no. and then onboarding just people mm -hmm. just filling this the classes is that going to be enough no. so it's almost like what exactly are you really trying to do yeah you know what i mean because there has to come a point where the reason this stuff right here is changing so often is because we haven't done it. Right. And we're going somewhere where we haven't gone before. So I if, if there is a written book, there's a written book, and they've worked with that many young people, they've done all this, sell the book. Yeah. But there is no book. There is no book. So how can how can any of us not change when we don't have a for sure thing that's going to be able to do it? Well, and I don't think there ever will be. There won't because they're changing. Yeah, that's right. And I think that's the hardest part that people aren't realizing is maybe before um, right now people are changing, right? But people haven't dealt with this group before, so they don't know how to deal with them. But they're treating them like the people before. So before, you had to get a job. When you were 16, maybe 15, whatever, you had to get a job. That's what you did, right? And now it's like they can decide if they want a job or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? And before, it was like, okay, if you're not going to go to school, you go get a job and you move up yes. through that way, right? Because there was, there was jobs that you can do and be able to do it. They, there's a huge decline and all this stuff where it's like mechanics, trades, 
from trade schools, that has declined a lot more because people are seeing that. But the reality is, is before that was a job. Yeah. And not saying that it's not now, but I'm not trying to disrespect or anything because it is. It is. But before you can get a trait and you can do that stuff. And now with the way that they're doing it, they're more forced to go to school is one thing. Two, they're watching all these people make crazy amounts of money online, doing all these things on the entrepreneur side, and they're starting to venture off in there as well too. So there's options now. Yeah. There's a lot more. Before, you just had to get your fast food job and you had to grind it out and you respected that. And everybody else, all your friends worked fast food too. Or the movie theater or whatever, right? And now it's like that's not that's not really happening. Some don't need a job. Some are getting better jobs. Some are already making money. Some are already opening up businesses. Some aren't going to school at all. Like, And then so you have all these different mindsets that you're having to tap into and get them to buy into your company when they all want different things and they all function differently and I don't think that that was before so people are having a hard time onboarding because you're staffing at this point like where's where you see what I'm saying and then that's the that's the truth and before this video went live I came in and I said what we need is everybody to more of working on themselves and and thinking about the job that they're doing deeper and trying to do that versus um, just worrying about everybody else and trying to fix everyone else. Yeah. Because the hard part is, is making your job better. And you can see that basically by the questions that they're asking. I'm telling you all this stuff because it's not pointless. It's, it's very useful because it's the number one, it's the truth. And two, you're going to need this before... I would say you you create, and, and I know Becky will go back and adjust it because she always does after our videos. She changes things. But the thing is is that you need this almost when you're going to do an onboarding because what are you going to onboard? What are you trying to get them to do? And what, what are they gonna, where are they going to play a part in a lot of this? And we struggle with it, and we see people, we see, uh, people leave and and we yeah. say we we paid for the body but we didn't pay for the mind right yeah but the truth is is their mind they're confusing it because they're wanting to play the mind they're using their mind on things that they don't belong in they want to they want to drift off over here they want to be leading it's, people they want to manage people they want to do all this stuff and the reality is yeah. is like where is the discipline part and so, it's true, like, it's, it's, it's honestly a change. Um, in, the, in the eight years that I've been in a manager role, it's, I've, I guess I've had, like, groups of people go through and I've seen the differences, but I've never had to deal with so many parents, if that makes sense. Or not necessarily deal with parents of employees, but had parents affect their, either, my mom says I'm working too much, or my mom says I shouldn't work here anymore. Or, you know, it's, it's, it, it's very, very true that it's, that's why this is constantly changing as well. Because it's just trying to keep up with, not keep up with, but just help the kids that are being sheltered. Well, put it like this. That way. You can run, you can run like Redbox, you can run like Blockbuster, you can run like Hollywood Video, you can run yeah. like, um, who, who else did it? Like Yellow Cab, you can run like... Any business that has been affected, the phone book, any business that has been affected by, 
you know, just things that have been created and taken over. That's yeah. the way it works. Yeah, and, they, and they're like, somebody's going to need this. Somebody's going to do it. And they stay firm on it. They stay firm on it. They're the ones that are affected the most on it. So if you're like, you know what? They should want to work. They should want to do this. They should work this many days. They should. And, and the reality is, is like things have changed now. So they, you just have to, you have to stay open to be able to change that too. If you stay firm on it, you know, you will end up like a lot of these people where they stayed firm on and they're like, someone's got to watch VHS still. And then they went out. Someone's got to keep renting movies. And then Redbox came out. And then Redbox came out. And then, you know what? Well, who took all... And then they one-upped them and said, you don't even have to leave the house anymore. It's right here. Click it. Same thing with clothes. There's so many subscription services that will send you outfits based on questions you answered in your personality. What do you like to wear? And that's the truth because as, as like, you're hiring and you're doing this, you're like, dang, these people are... I can never find good people. Wah, wah, wah. But the reality is, is you're not crying for, for any of them, though. Yeah. All those businesses that, that went out and did it. But the truth is, is like your, your, your actions are representing the exact same thing and their attitude and their mindset as well, too, to be able to do it. So it, it does. You do have to tap into this other thing. And it, and, it, and it starts with you. It starts with the people hiring. It starts with the top people because if you're not resourceful, yeah. you're going to sink. It's 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 coming. It's already here. These, and it, it's not because they're not hard yeah. workers. And that's not that's far from the truth. They're willing to work. They just like to work in things that I, I can see um, certain jobs struggling because they just don't see it. I I feel like they carry more self worth. Jobs. Mm-hmm. Like this is gonna pertain to me later. Nah, I'm not gonna oh. do that because there's no pressure. Some do. Yeah. Some do, but they don't have much pressure. So the truth is, is that when you're doing onboarding, you really have to say like you're selling again, you're selling to them that this is, they're trying to buy into it. That's why it's so important because, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about the, the onboarding process, but if you just staff it, if you just staff it, what are you expecting out of them? Like knock it off. Why are you expecting so much when you're just staffing? You're paying for the body. You're paying for the spot to be filled up. Yeah. I'm not. It doesn't matter if you're the fry guy or the burger guy or the gymnastics coach. It's skill sets. Okay? But that's what I'm saying. Out of that is like, what can you expect? It's still a trait. You learn how to coach. You learn how to spot. You learn your drills. You learn that within the 55 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever the case may be. You're still learning certain traits and skills within that time. But to go beyond that... You're gonna you're gonna be talking about mindset, and think about this when you're onboarding. Is that what makes leaders and what makes other people stand out and want to rip their hair out because they can't get the rest of the team on there? Mindset. That's and and that's a big part of what we're we're not. What not I've skill set. Is, yeah. Mindset. So right now we currently have a staff and they're they're awesome people, but I've noticed a trend that they it's super easy to have a staff that will like obey you. That makes sense. Like they're they're very um, they follow things. respectful. Yeah, and they do yeah. things because we're asking them to do it. What's missing is the importance as to why. So they just can't take it to the next step, or they can't take that service or that qual that class quality to the next level because they're just doing it because they were told to do so. Well, and it's because because of the and people can understand this is that this is the hardest part. And we did yeah. a meeting yesterday about this. 
everyone's so opinionated. They are. They are. And it's like you you learn a little first before you go right. into it. Right. And again, we're sharing our story. Yeah. I'm not telling you what to do. Don't confuse that because it's not my opinion. I'm telling you the facts from what I'm seeing right now, right, what's what going, going on. Through. And I tell them the same thing is how easy is it for somebody to go in there and debate against the president, against weather conditions, who should be out there, who's giving, the churches. Everybody's got an opinion. And you could be, you could be as long as you know how to type on a keyboard and you can get a profile, you're in. You've got a voice. You're so the, the reality is, is they're prepped to have a voice. Because I can so, the so world wide web. Yes. I can I can tell you that you don't look good in a picture and nothing's gonna happen to me. So people are are passing that boundary and they're getting to this point where they're used to that used to having a voice. Yeah. If you have thousands of followers, how do you feel? That nobody wants to listen to you? No. People want to listen to you. So when you come in here, it's very hard for you to go, why isn't anybody listening to me? Yeah. Or you're going to immediately start talking what should be changed, what should be doing this, what should happen. And the, and the thing is, is you have to pull them back to focus on themselves, mindset versus skill set. Because they're, nothing's going to get done that way. Yeah. And, if, and if you can teach them to go, I see this happening all the time. If you can teach them, to make to make them come to you and say how can I make this better or I can't figure this out or they come to you and, and like I told you either you're the head coach or the GM the owner whatever and you're like I don't have all the answers hello like if I had the answers we would be there and two we're going places that we haven't been before how, do, how am I supposed to have the answers but the reality is, is yeah. I'm looking for people that are going to go on this journey with me not just sit along for the ride so can you go in your area even your class, even if you're at one chair, one stool, at the desk, can you stay and make that better? Because that's where we need people to do. We need people to, to, to focus more and to build themselves before they start jumping around. Yeah. Because that's the truth, right? Like if you look at all these social media platforms, are they becoming better people or are they telling everybody else how to be better? Oh well, why are we why are we confused that they're coming in that way already, right? Like I to me it makes perfect sense. I I don't get upset about it. I completely understand it. So when we're making adjustments on our onboarding process, with in mind we can stay firm and say we're not going to change. But the reality is is they're changing, so we're going to have constant conflict, and and we're not going to be aligned, and we'll be telling them the way it is. Because we're either reminiscing or we're based off of our views and perception and we're not respecting yeah, yeah. On, on a leader's role as far as shifting their values and beliefs into reality and where it can actually help them. Because it's fine that you're all over these social media platforms and you're, you're exhausting your, your fingers by typing all these opinions, but the reality is, is it hasn't changed a thing. And if you didn't catch that, like rewind and rehear that part because, like, I'm sure I hear so much about millennials, and I know I myself am a millennial, but so am I, barely. But still, wow. like, I didn't think about that. I didn't come up with YouTube and being able to sit there and comment on somebody's YouTube video and like, oh, this is dumb. This is I didn't grow up doing that, but a lot of these kids did, and like, even yeah. the kids that that are kids now are going to be going through that, so they do. 
they have this like instilled mentality like I'm a leader because I have more followers than all my friends or I'm a you know like and it's not it's almost like it's a fake sense if, of look I'll tell you like confidence. this if that stuff wasn't valuable kids wouldn't be hurting themselves based upon what was said on the internet yeah you're gonna tell me that that stuff ah oh, that's garbage or ah oh, that they're they're hurting themselves they're hurting other people they're taking this very very serious yeah. so to them those followers, that opinion, That's that right. voice, that really does hit home with them. Yeah. That They really, really believe 100% that they are making a contribution versus when there's a difference between yakking and acting. Mm -hmm. So we're big on that here. And on, so I'm telling you all this stuff because these are the talks that they get when they come in because there's going to be two onboarding process. One, skill set. Number two, mindset. So when they come with me, it's a bit different onboarding than when they go for the skill set. Believe me, I wish we had the payroll to go mindset first, skill set. Reality is we can't do that. I can't have people waiting around in months and yeah. because it takes it's a it's a process. It's a process. Mm -hmm. If I'm still in a process, how can I expect them? And I've been doing this for over 10 years. How can I expect them to grasp it in under 90 days? Yeah. Maybe they will. I don't know. But I, I just think that you got to teach them the skill set and then, because I think the skill set is the easy part. Yeah. Not to teach like to coaches and stuff, but to teach forward roles and backward roles and, you know, you, you can do all the, all your stuff, a straight jump and you can do all these recreational skills, even stride circles, even, even little dismounts. Even back handsprings. If you have a good system. Yeah, I believe I believe experience. you can you can teach that. Yeah. You can teach that. That to me is gonna come a lot faster than than the mindset. Mm -hmm. So within that though, before the onboarding, focus on the discipline. And implement discipline tactics into there. Before it. Because the reality is is whoever I'm speaking to out there and you've had success. It's because you're disciplined. Now, can you do you want more success? Yes. So we have, we we lack consist. We're consistent, but in the wrong areas. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing. We're really consistent on, um, rather than reading, we're watching TV. So it's not that we're not consistent. We're just consistent on the wrong things. So you can adjust your consistency and your discipline to get more success, right? But you have some success due to your disciplines right now. When they're new, I don't even know if they have a lick of discipline. I don't know what their disciplines are. I don't know what where they're at. I don't know a lot of things. So the faster you can get it in here and see and get them to be disciplined, where this here's the thing. At, at this time, at a, every Wednesday at this time, we do this and this. That's what I mean by disciplines, right? Like you block out your times to be able to do it. Where throughout your week, you block out your times to set them up for success because you're not trying to fill a spot. You're trying to get way up there. Yeah. And you can't get up there on your own. Yeah. You need people. So you're going, okay, so I need to get up there. So in my onboarding process, I have to ha make sure that we're teaching discipline. And I'm not talking like obeying command discipline. I'm talking practical things where can they take something home, read it, come back and tell me about it. Are they disciplined in the sense that they can do something, they can make a video, they can do this continuously because that's what's going to build the habit of that discipline. And then 
You won't, it'll be behind your back. It'll get done. And guess who's watching? Everybody else. Yeah. And they have the right to tell somebody else. I really hate when people do that. I really hate when people, they, they say, hey, you know, this is easy. You're like, whatever, like sales, um, marketing, whatever. And they just, they go and they do it. But the reality is, is that, that from what I've seen, people talk about like, they'll talk about sales and they'll talk about marketing. But I'll look at their page and they have zero discipline. Zero. And I'm like, you really, you really haven't ran, you really haven't ran campaigns or ads, have you? Like, that's the truth, right? Yeah. Like, the same thing with the sales is like, what are you doing after it? So when we're talking to the girls up front and everybody wants to have an opinion, which is fine, everyone's entitled to, but how is your follow-up? How's your thank you? You really haven't sold anything, have you? Because if you did, you understand yeah. that that stuff matters big time. Yeah. How many prospects do you have today? All the new ones that we bring in through social media, all the inquiries, everything. How much time did you block off to talk to them? You haven't sold anything, right? They come to you and they do that. That's the easy part. Again, this has to be, you have to keep this in mind because you've got to teach the disciplines in this stuff. Because if you're not, yeah. if you're not teaching discipline at the beginning and teaching them how to block out times and what to focus on, it's going to be hard to adjust the mindset after it's been set already. Yeah. Because you're going to go, hold on, wait a minute, and then you're going to go back to it. So even though it's skill set, you're teaching discipline within that, mm -hmm. right? So moving on. So that's just the whole idea. Like um, we actually changed our growth plan maybe at the beginning of this year. Um, to where we wanted people to have more of an onboarding process. Before you were coming in as a trainee, you were getting the training, but you were pretty quick on the floor. Yeah. Um, not on your own, but just on the floor. And it's just hard for parents to kind of see, like we have them in different shirts now, we want the parents to know, we're very transparent, we want them to know that they're new. Because what we were struggling with is, is little things, but just parents seeing that person with a staff shirt on, and they're not as engaged as the actual coach running the class you know like it was just hard for them to kind of understand like okay they're in training so well and then stay right there guys so our shirt what does the back of the shirt say though coach coach not trainee not i'm new and i'm learning how to coach guys there's a difference between the, and i want to say this because the color of the shirt means they're new yeah. they could have experience they could whatever it doesn't mean that they're they're learning don't don't confuse that because if you're gonna put them in different shirts, the last thing you want your parents to see is a new coach come in with trainee or something and say they're learning how to coach basically and then you move them into classes in a week Next or two week. weeks. Yeah, and they're, like, and they're like, okay, being new is, is different than being new to coaching yeah. as well. So I, I didn't want to get off the topic, but just from my perspective, beware no, that of that. Good, because I don't want anyone to like, hey, they do this, and then it ends up biting them in the butt. So that's a really good point to add in there. But um, yeah, we, we invent, not invented, we created this position where, that we called novice and it was like trying to just get them as prepared as we could before they actually hit the floor. And it's a growing process. Like we, we are going through different sets of hires and we're just seeing like, okay, well that group kind of lacked a lot of this and then we'll come back and we're not constantly revamping this, we're just readjusting yeah, you the have focus to. and the, um, 
like right now you saw me taking notes and all that stuff. And it's not necessarily something that we're not doing. It's just, again, what are the mentors focused on? And if that's not what they're focused on, then we kind of know already, based on what's happened to us before, groups that we've had before, um, what we can expect out of the people that we have. But we really just try to cover you. It's really, um, I mean, there's one part. I think it's like day six where we actually start going through policies and procedures just because they're coaches and it's 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 more on safety than like our own or as a business like I need you to do this this way because it's for the business it's just more on like safety for the kids yeah. because the way that the, the training is set up it, it's set up to um, teach the values and teach our beliefs because we really believe that them knowing that is going to help them make the right decisions for the customers, make the right decisions for the kids without us having to tell them, like, have, like, It a, backs you up. Yeah. So if leadership, management, owner, whatever, makes a decision, and if it's totally not in alignment with whatever, we have them written on the wall. If it's not in there, well, that that's dictatorship. Mm -hmm. That's dictatorship. So it puts everyone, like, even where... It's not picking, it's not bullying, it's not making people do things that you don't want to do or anything. You can understand the decision is made. So if one of ours is, you know, um, we do things that average people rarely do. Yeah. So when we ask to do things that your friends aren't doing or other gyms aren't doing or whatever, it's like you can just point to there and be like, remember, this is what makes us us yeah and we have a we have 10 of them that we just focus around and we stay around that not including our why what and how and all of our stuff that aligns it but we try to make sure that everything that we're doing is aligned with that because i want them to make decisions based off of that too so that that way it's not personal feelings yeah. it's 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 the heart you're making it with the heart in mind so that we don't get too far off track with a lot of that stuff so Yes, that has to be in the onboarding process to teach them where are you making your decisions from. Yeah. Even up front. You know what I mean? Because there, there's there's a lot of this stuff to be able to to digest. Yeah, definitely. And to be able to do. And I as that when I first started training, I felt that I felt people like getting overwhelmed, like information overload. To where by the time they were on the floor, they couldn't recall the training because it was just so much. It was so policy and procedure and you got to do it this way. You got to do it this at this time and this is how you're going to do it and this is how I want you to do it. And it was just like information overload. This way I found, because we're doing more like situational training, like on every single day, whatever the training is, there's some kind of situational training that goes in with it. That really helps Besides giving them like yeah. a written test and like here multiple choice, like that situa situational training really helps us make sure that they are not just learning it, but they're understanding and they're able to use it and react and like put it into a conversation or um, solve a problem with whatever was covered. Yeah. We do a lot of situational training. Um, and on everything really, not just sales, but we'll even do situation, situational training with like the kids, like what do you do with a disruptive child? How does that conversation go with the child? Okay, now let's practice. How is that conversation going to go with mom? And then we'll play devil's advocate or we'll be that difficult parent or that difficult child and just help them practice so that by the time they are in classes and they do have that, it's, oh, I've done that before. And I mean, it's on everything. We will even have them practice some of like the safety things, like if it's a band-aid or if it's a bloody nose, like let's go through that stuff. We are, uh, we do require staff to be CPR and safety certified but it's not necessarily like the day you start, 
you're there. You have it. Um, it's usually within that first month that they get hired. Yeah, and, and so we've we've received training from you know other leaders in the industry. There's 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 plenty of things that resources that you can go and do, right? But here here's my problem with that is that it's not that's not constantly changing. So the systems not, but the people are. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like a sales process, right? Or it's like your ad. Um, your ad may not work. And maybe it's with maybe you're using a new app, maybe you're you're using one of the the apps that were just released, but your ad is very old, so it doesn't mean that it's gonna make it work. Yeah. So it's the same thing here. It's just because your system used to work doesn't mean it's working now. And the truth is, is so you can see that, and it's really hard. I think it's very very hard because you're dealing with yeah. this totally different thing and. People, I, I, it's it's hard because people are writing things about stuff that isn't over yet or has they we haven't come out of it yet. So it's like people, it's like if you were to do a class on Facebook, you signed up at college on Facebook. By the time you get out, it's changed. Yeah, that's true. So you're like taking a, a course on hiring and you're doing all this stuff, and the thing is, is well, they just changed, and then it just changed. And then it just changed. So you have to adopt your own. I know everybody wants the template. I know everybody wants it done for them. I get all that. But it's like, how urgent are you to find this? Because the truth is, is that without things like this, this is what happens. If you're not inspired to lead, then you're going to be desperate to manage. And that's the way. You, so you can inspire. You can lead through inspiration. Yeah. Or you can manage through desperation, and that's what tends to happen. Is that where we're trying to go? We're not trying to. We're not trying to do that. We get desperate. We say we're not desperate. We get desperate, and that's why we're hiring. But we end up managing, or we need somebody to do more. But we never had meetings. We never had vision casting. We never had mindsets. We never incorporated disciplines. We never did anything like that. We didn't give them anything. We got mad at them because they're pre-exposure due to playing too much video games or being on YouTube or dang this social media stuff. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. They're blaming stuff on them, but they gave them zero tools to help them achieve this. So what did they resort back to? Management. Yeah. And then they wonder why they don't like to be dictated. Well, everything's now free. You're allowed to do whatever. You're allowed to say whatever. You're allowed to do a lot of things. When the 18-year-old is saying, I don't got to put up with this, and now is a multimillionaire on, on YouTube and Instagram, they start to think differently. And I'm not saying that that's the typical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. he's a pop-up ad. And then it's like you wonder why they're, they have this, yeah. not, not like an, a bad attitude, but you wonder why. They've been exposed to things that back then it wasn't you respected, you did this, you did that. You would get fired. You know what I mean? Then you're in trouble. But now it's almost like the parents can tell them to quit too or be able to do it. Or if they do get fired, the parent's calling. That's what I'm saying. I've, I've and backing them been, up yeah, and going, no, 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 not my, not my kid to be able to do it. Again, I'm just sharing stuff that we've been through and this is why it's constantly evolving. And why it's, it's in this is because I really believe that people, people um, don't have things like this, but they wonder why they they get out of control or they get to that point is because they wait to lead when they're, the team is dysfunctional. Yes. Yes. 
So if you're going to wait to lead, if you're going to wait to help, if you're going to, I mean, go all in. It's yours. You got to go all in. You should never want, you should never expect somebody else to care more than you. If you're the yeah. owner or whatever, like you, you shouldn't. That's how do you expect other people to care more than you care? It's yours. You've got to care the most and set it. So if you're a leader, if you're a manager, if you're a head coach, if you're a team, like if you're the team coach, you're the head team coach, why are you expecting your pre-team coaches to care more than you? Yeah. That's just wrong. That's like, uh, no, that's not going to work. So what do you end up doing? You end up seeing dysfunction and then that's when you start to lead. Yeah. And that's the wrong time to lead because you're going to deal with so much. Like when you get when you you let a kid do as much in skills and team, and then they become they're losing, and then the parent gets on to you, and you're like, all right, it's time for a change. And you've taught that kid never to condition, never about lines, never to do any of this stuff, and then now you're upset. Well, you're gonna manage them probably. You're not gonna inspire them. You may for the first day, or the first week, but then after that, you become a big time manager, and you start throwing threats at them. You start getting very upset and then that's when the relationship breaks because you didn't lead through inspiration you managed out of desperation so it doesn't last either it doesn't last so that's a really good point this may be constantly evolving but it's constantly evolving because we're just looking for the answers to get what like the goal like our our end game our our goal what what we want the staff to be like never changes it's just the path that we're taking to help get them there. And then the path that we're taking to help our leaders get them there. And then so on. That's the part that evolves. That's the part that we're constantly reevaluating going back. But not the end game. So please don't. Um, like that's the consistency part of it. I yeah. Guess. And like we couldn't send you ours and you're like, thanks. Yes. And then you have a change. Like it's not going to work that that's way. That's where the term hacker comes from. And that's where a lot of where our talks come from is yeah. because... You're not going to see us just sending you stuff. Some stuff you can. Some stuff you can. But you're not going to see us just sending you um, things to buy. There's so much Because to, with me, it's more of a mindset from where we're coming from yeah. versus a document that we found that's, you know, we blow the dust off because, you know, our parents use this to hire people and it's like gold and now we have it. <laughs> Because they went to a clinic or they went to something and now they haven't. We walk around like, you know, it's, you know, an artifact. Like, give me a give me a break. That doesn't work anymore. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can't just go and download this stuff to be able to do. And the reality is, is like, I, I can make something right now, put it on the internet and have people download it right now. What you're downloading doesn't mean it just, it actually works. I'd rather know where they're coming you have to from. Hack it. Yeah. You have to make it work for you. You have to figure out what you want and what you need and take what you need and take what's not going to help you and you have to hack it. Mm-hmm. And you. teach your culture, to teach your gym, your whole staff to hack things that work. So in their area, like if they're having difficult kids in preschool, they're not going to you and be like, well, I haven't been trained. They're hacking that too and they're on YouTube and they're doing – they know how to do that, guys. That's the beauty behind it. They know how to get on social media. They know how to follow people. They know how to get ideas. They're very resourceful on this thing. Yeah. They're and very resourceful. So that to me is an excuse. I'm like, you're already doing it. You're already doing it. And it was a tra- like it wasn't necessarily a training. It was something that th- they don't come in thinking that way. Like our staff did not come in. Thinking it's just that, that way. they were consistent. Yeah. On the wrong things. Yeah. They didn't lack consistency. They just lack. They just were consistent on looking up. And watching Netflix and looking up whatever Maybe weird stuff versus 
using that resource consistently yes. Yes. to help themselves is what we need to try them uh, to teach them is that you can help yourselves and if enough people are helping themselves helping we'll have more everyone. and now we're paying for the brain and not for the body yeah and shout out to people out there that are sharing things like that like rec gym pros i constantly send the preschool coaches to rec gym pros to like because that's awesome like that's yeah. just hack it you just got to take what other gyms are doing and and what's working for them and like if it works for your gym awesome if it doesn't you're not gonna win it, you're not gonna whoever's trying to like hold on to their audience or like we're gonna have it all you're not gonna win this thing is it's it's a small snowball and it's going out of control yeah. And the money's gonna shift around, the market's shifting, the people are shifting, the audience is shifting. So there's gonna be people, there's gonna be, look at gymnastics progression. Mm -hmm. They're not the first ones to do that, but look at how much content is like pumping out, yeah. boom, boom, boom. And I remember, I'm not gonna say any names, but I remember buying videos, um, DVDs, and they would get shipped to me, all this stuff, and, and I, yeah. Nobody, I don't, I don't like go there anymore. Process. To yeah. Get the one. But if you don't adjust, things happen like that. And I'm not saying that those weren't good because they were good. Yeah. But the reality is, it's like you can't, you can't be good at everything anymore. Be the only one in the industry to be able to do it. Or you're gonna get ran over because that's what happened. That's evolving. what happened to where you can drive up and you would rent a VHS. Yeah. And then that's what happened when you would pull up and you'd rent a DVD. And now that's what happened when everything was closing. You go 99 cents to a red box and you can get it at Walmart after your grocery shopping. And then that went away. And then now you're going to do it on demand. And then that's going to go away. Yeah. And then cable's going to go away. Just like the phone company. When we first had the internet, we had to plug it in and listen to that crazy dial tone. Where did that go? So it's constantly evolving. So where you're finding your resources and doing that stuff, it's going to keep evolving to be able to yeah. do it. And teach your coaches to do that. Teach your coaches to do that. That there's not just one person. There's several people that you can follow and you can be able to do and you can hack what they're doing to be able to do that because it's I, – I find it very hard for people to share because they want to hold on to whatever got them to that point. I agree. But now everything's it's, – it's free. It's free. Yeah, before you had to wait as a, as a brand-new team coach starting out. I had to wait until I was able to get in front of the top people at a GAT, at a Congress, at a something like that, and get the information in that one weekend, try to take as many notes as I can, and then come back and implement it. When nowadays, it's not attractive anymore. Yeah. yeah, nowadays I can just like, hmm, I'm struggling with this. Well, let me, like last night, we were trying to figure out what the best way for a front fold was, and instead of like, well, let's call someone and ask, it was like, well, let's just start looking, and, and there's so much out there. So shout out to the people If that you're are resourceful, sharing. you'll find it. Yeah, that's and if you're consistent in the right areas, you'll find it because you're consistently looking and YouTube is smart and they'll keep sending you stuff yeah. that you like. They're not going to send you like a Jurassic Park trailer. They're going to send you stuff that's related to what you're looking for. Like Facebook. Yes, and they'll do that. You know what I mean? But you've got to be able to you've got to teach your staff to be able to Again, you, the there's staff there's really no there's really no excuse to be able to do it. You yeah. can really find a lot of this stuff, I think you just got to have a starting point and then roll with it and yeah. then make it your own because guess what? By the time you put it in place and you get a little bit of like insight and data, it's going to change again. But if you can keep your, your values, your beliefs, your foundation, all that stuff, it's going to change because 
it's before before you would ha and I'm gonna finish with this guys before you had to sit there and you had to read this blog or this newsletter and about how this person started when they were two years old and they've been doing this for so many years and blah 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 and then you had to sit there and wait for it to come into the mail and you had to, nobody has yeah. time for that anymore and nobody cares because you can go right now and you can just you can get consumed with information they may not be in our industry but you can take it hack it tweak it and all of a sudden you have something that changed the gym changed the industry changed you know who knows we don't have all the answers yet but the more that we're thinking like that i think we're going to find more of the answers that the old ways were not able to transfer into yeah. now that's what i'm finding but other than that i hope you guys uh enjoyed today's show if you guys have questions, reach out to us, podcast at thegymblueprint.com. You can find us also on social media platforms, and you can get you can get our – subscribe to our, our – on iTunes, you can get our podcast because there's two of them. Androids. Yeah. I don't know if anybody uses that besides Chris. He just got an iPhone. <laughs> but we have the Gym Blueprint podcast, and we have the Interviewing Success podcast. Um, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel and just get all the content. I mean, we're pretty good at putting stuff out there. It just might be different platforms here and there. So the more you follow us, the more you get, in a sense. Awesome, guys. Thanks.